You are listening to Super Yacht Radio. Welcome to Super Yacht Radio at the Palma Super Yacht Show. I have the pleasure at the moment of being joined by Paolo Cassani, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Camper and Nicholson's International. It is a pleasure to meet you. Um, I, everyone in the industry, you You're know, welcome. Campers is probably one of the longest established companies in the yachting industry. It's definitely the oldest. I, I was going to say, I, I think... born in 1782, so 237 years of life in the industry. How did Camper Nicholson invented the industry? I, I was going to say, out of interest, do you do you know a little bit about the history of of where it started? Well, well of course. <laughs> uh, Camper started in uh, uh, 1782, as I said, in Gosport, in southwest uh, uh, of UK. Okay. And uh, at the beginning, it was a shipyard. Uh, building uh, beautiful uh, uh, yachts, mainly sailing yachts, but also some power boats. And uh, wooden, over wooden ones, wood, I would think, course, in 1782. Wooden, uh, wooden yachts, uh, mainly, yes. Um, until uh, 1960, uh, was a shipyard and built over the years more than 4,000 yachts. Some uh, of them uh, beautiful built. Uh, uh, at the beginning of 19th century, 19, 1920, 1930, 35, 37, are still cruising. Uh, there are st- uh, still 45 yachts cruising around the world, with some of the most important owners, most prestigious owners uh, in the world. I, I presume, um, though, over uh, once we got post World War II, um, it, it moved very much more into the super yacht sector. Um, yes. Um, in the la- sorry, in the last uh, 20, 25 years, Camper started to build also some power yachts, some power boats, uh, and then uh, beginning of uh, at the end of 1950s, uh, uh, early 60s, uh, stopped to be a builder and became a brokerage industry, brokerage company. And so completely and, uh, stopped building yes, yachts altogether. Uh, completely stopped to build yachts and became a brokerage uh, company. And. Uh, 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 definitely invented the brokerage industry uh, in the world uh, was the real first uh, brokerage companies uh, with a structure with people with an organization with offices around the world and uh, definitely for many years or so since uh, that time became uh, one of the leading uh, company uh, in the industry and still is uh, one of the most important company in the industry um, is a uh, is the oldest company uh, but it's also the newest company you know, because uh, since uh, uh, three years this company entered into a different dimension with new shareholders, license group, and uh, is building uh, the new life uh, and uh, new industry, let's say, for the next years. Uh, we just acquired an important uh, uh, tech company which will be the base of our uh, uh, future, let's say, uh, digital revolutions. So looking at Superyacht technology side and expanding on, on yeah, that? Yeah, Superyacht technologies, digital activities. Uh, We've been building a new platform, which will be not only our new website, but will be the new yacht database of the company and uh, uh, will be the new platform for the industry. Uh, so Camper Nicholson is building on the heritage uh, of the company, which is the oldest, as you know, as we said before, and uh, is building its future. 
for the future generations, for the future, uh, let's say, uh, for the people, the current people working in the company and future people com working in the company. So our, our mission as a manager of the company, in particular my mission as a CEO of this company, is to uh, create the condition because Camper Nicholson will be the most successful uh, uh, company in the industry for another 237 years, <laughs> at least. <laughs> And I, I know as well, um, the marina side has certainly vision. I've seen it a lot more in, in Supiat Media over the past year in particular. But that seems to have very much, I know you were probably for the past two or three decades a global company, but it has certainly broadened your your global spread. And, and marinas are a very newer part in some ways of the industry as well, I believe. Yeah. So Camper Nicholson is one of the very few uh, global uh, companies uh, in the industry. Uh, we, our mission is to be more and more a uh, luxury uh, service provider for yachting. Uh, and as such, we uh, do work uh, and we uh, propose to our clients uh, all the services, mm -hmm. not only brokerage, which is the most traditional, and we stay and will be, and it is and will be in the future, uh, the most important activity for the company, but uh, we have developed very much uh, other services uh, during these last years. So Charter, we are probably one of the most important companies in the world for Charter. Uh, your management, mm -hmm. uh, well new construction, project management, uh, crew. Uh, as we well, have a very successful well uh, uh, joint venture uh, for insurance. So we two years ago we launched Camper Nicholson Insurance Solution, which is a very successful company. Today we have uh, more than 100 yachts, mega yachts, uh, uh, under our uh, let's say in our insurance fleet. And that is and, uh, independently. Campers, it's not well, a, it's totally in an umbrella. Well, it's integrated in Camper and Nicholson Group. Uh, but since it's a very, um, let's say, um, specific, let's say, subject, uh, we wanted to uh, partner with uh, with an insurance company. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are not insurance experts, we are uh, yachting experts. So uh, by merging with an insurance company, uh, we thought, and uh, we were right, uh, to create a very successful company for You for can insurance. provide the service, but we you get the experts in yes, to exactly. do the details, so to we speak. We one of the very few companies in the industry having a, a risk manager inside the company is a company Nicholson employee, and we manage directly the relationship with our clients uh, uh, for any kind of service. So that's important for Camper Nicholson, because Camper Nicholson has a completely different business model from, than uh, other companies. Uh, we do not use franchising formula, we do not license our, um, our trademarks, but uh, uh, we have 12 offices around the world and we do control 100% all our offices. So we want to be in charge of uh, the relationship with our clients. We want to manage the relationship with our clients. No matter if uh, we talk about Asia, we talk about Russia, we talk about uh, uh, Europe or United States. So Camper Nicholson uh, is in charge of uh, the relationship with each client uh, we deal with. Very uh, much a personal um, relationship. It's a personal relationship, yes. It's a personal relationship because this business is still uh, based on uh, uh, human touch, human mm -hmm. relationship and uh, trust, mutual trust, etc. But uh, with the usage of uh, with the use of technology, no? so if we want to build 
let's say, the future of the industry, we need to combine these two things that apparently are different, but they can uh, stay together very well. So technology and uh, uh, human relationship. Indeed, and although you don't shipbuild anymore, you're still involved in refits and repairs as well? Yes, we are involved in uh, project management, so we do any kind of projects, uh, new builds, new construction, refits and repair, and we, uh, we work as a, a project manager on VR for clients when they require our services. So we are able today to follow our clients uh, uh, starting from the beginning of their, let's say, uh, cycle, uh, mm-hmm. lifestyle cycle uh, in the yachting uh, experience. So right, and, and finance as well? Finance as well, yes. We are in touch, we have agreements with some uh, banks, it depends on territories because I mean the world is big mm-hmm. and uh, the attitude, uh, the bank's attitude is quite different. It depends on different areas of the world, different clients, different. But in principle, we cover uh, the major areas uh, of the world. So means uh, major area for this industry, of course. We talk about Europe, Russia, uh, North America, Central America, Asia, of course, etc. So. We have agreements with banks, and uh, we can uh, we can provide mortgage. We can provide uh, leasings. It depends on uh, different uh, legislations. Uh, any kind of loan according to different legislation and uh, regulations. We have uh, an internal compliance divisions because we want also to structure the company according to the last, let's say, requirements. No. You know that um, some uh, uh, procedures such as uh, KYC, know your clients, mm-hmm. uh, anti-money laundry, they are becoming more and more and more, let's say, uh, strict and uh, and tough. No? And standardized. So, yes. So we must be structura- structured. Uh, if we are not structured, it's difficult to uh, face the market and to serve uh, and to suggest and to advise properly our clients. So we have an internal compliance division which is made by uh, a legal department following all these uh, activities and suggesting clients, uh, helping clients, etc. Uh, uh, etc. Et so it's, uh, um, it's, um, it's a way to get a, a competitive advantage uh, versus uh, companies not able to structure or not able because financially not uh, mm-hmm. uh, that strong, etc., etc. So, so the, the, truly the full spectrum from... Yeah. Truly from full spectrum, including marinas, because we started from... Uh, the, your question was marinas. So well, it's, uh, it, that's kind of what I've seen um, yeah. popping up the most in, in the news, particularly in... I believe in, in Asia Pacific, you've had uh, at least one or two marinas open in the past 12 yes. months as well. Yes, uh, Campernicos and Marinas is working uh, according to, let's say, uh, two or three different business models. So uh, we do uh, build and uh, manage marinas, or we only manage uh, marinas. It depends on the situations, it depends on the different projects. So. And again, uh, Campernicos and Marinas cover covers all over the world. So there are marinas in Europe, there are marinas in UK, uh, in uh, in Asia, uh, in the Caribbean area. Um, in Asia, uh, there is now a particular focus on uh, um, on marinas. 
because uh, Asia is building the infrastructure for the say, industry. They're yeah. really just kind yes. of, we've been talking exactly. about this quite a lot over the past exactly. couple of months. They're really exactly. coming up now into the industry a lot more and somewhat yeah. Undisplayed, for example, in Indonesia, I believe there's two in total in the entire um, archipelago of Indonesia. So it um, is. Yeah. Campranicos on two years ago launched Campranicos on Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we opened uh, uh, our first office in uh, Hong Kong, where we have now the Campranicos on Asia headquarters. And uh, we have now a second office opened uh, six months ago in Phuket, uh, in the southeast area in Thailand which is mainly focused on charter, okay? Because that is a beautiful area for charter. It is. I say it's as well, but charter. And equally, actually, I believe their marina has built up over the past yes. eight or nine years where they haven't had one before. Yeah. So it's We do expect that the area will be developed very much in terms of infrastructure. Uh, so we are ready <laughs> to follow the development so and to get the chances. One of the things I love to ask is, as a curious Irish person is to bring people back a little bit and um, to ask them what what got them into yachting in the first place. So when you were you grew up in Italy, um, you presumably spread your wings and, and headed off. How did you how did you get up and in was there a love of the sea somewhere? Were you sailing as a child or well, I'm Italian. I was born uh, uh, at seaside in La Spezia, uh, close to La Spezia is an area uh, is in Liguria in this part of Liguria, so it's an area where shipyards are many and quite important. Uh, of course, I have the passion uh, uh, of the sea. Uh, when I wake up, uh, I used to wake up in the morning because now it's still a little bit different. But <laughs> <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, uh, opening the window, if I don't see the sea, uh, I miss something. Uh, but uh, uh, I've been always patient about sea, and uh, I would, I've always been uh, uh, owner of small yachts, mainly sailing yachts. But that's uh, yeah. So uh, learned to sail when you were young on dinghies yeah, started and started sing ya- since young and then I never stopped. Then of course uh, uh, I had to follow the life and the life uh, brings you in uh, through different let's say sometimes through different ways. You have to follow different ways and it's quite funny because uh, uh, then I started working in a completely different uh, uh, fields and uh, I started working in fashion. And in fashion, uh, in fashion, yes. Oh, fashion. interesting. And for in, twenty in the designing side, yes, in the sales into, side. Uh, well, so I mean management side. Okay. And for twenty years, uh, I worked for uh, some of the most important designers, such as uh, Giorgio Armani, uh, Valentino, uh, Calvin Klein, and the uh, last one was Salvatore Ferragamo. Uh, and managing managing of course uh, going through different responsibilities different roles but for example in uh, uh, with Calvin Klein I was the CEO of the first of the European uh, uh, subsidiary then I became uh, a CEO worldwide based in New York that was one of the best period of my life so I was uh, for a few years in New York in Manhattan uh, in Manhattan yes and uh, uh, a fun chapter and working on the 42nd uh, and living on the 39 so it was beautiful yes (laughs) much much better than now 
and uh, after that, uh, for and in, uh, when I used to work for Giorgio Armani, I was the uh, general manager uh, of the uh, licensee company. Uh, so I went through different experience uh, um, uh, according to different companies. Then I moved to uh, back to the origin. So uh, I in 2007 uh, I joined the Azimut Benetti Group uh, with a specific so task. You you had been in New York. You moved back yes, to I Europe was, uh, for I was Calvin back in Florence Klein. working for Salvatore Ferragamo. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, I got in touch with the Azimut Benetti group and I started my uh, new second life, let's say. And kind business of second life. time, uh, was it, I, I would like to continue in business, but I'm I'm ready to try a different side of it? Because well, fashion to yachting, well, they're both luxury. But it's, but it's but not that different. So at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, a, it's exactly the same, uh, uh, let's say, segment. So it's the luxury segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough because uh, I met many clients uh, 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 that used to be my clients before with different products mm-hmm. or different goods let's say uh, so at the end uh, I mean uh, we work in a niche okay of uh, clients and uh, luxury luxury segment is more or less uh, uh, the same for any kind of different industry in terms of clients so products are completely different for sure um, and uh, I started my experience uh, uh, with uh, the Azimut Benetti Group uh, building the uh, service division, the luxury service division in Azimut Benetti. And uh, we created uh, uh, some very interesting projects. Um, I became president of Fraser Yachts, that was controlled and still controlled by Azimut Benetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after three years, uh, I became CEO of Azimut Yachts. So I moved to Turin and uh, started working in uh, uh, in, uh, in a shipyard. And uh, I completed all the restructuring of the Azimut Benetti uh, shipyards. At the time, was a quite difficult period. Uh, we were in the middle of the big rise. No, uh, I mean, 2007, 2008, yeah, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 11. No, and tough so time uh, in the industry yeah, as well. I got a the lot. best period. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, a lot changed in I that time. I got the best period. <laughs> At the end of uh, 2013, I left uh, the Azimut Benetti group. After a quite interesting uh, and successful experience of uh, about nine, eight years, uh, and a uh, uh, few months after I joined Camper Nicholson's, and I started my experience in Camper Nicholson's. Now, Camper is owned by uh, Anon Kong shareholders, uh, mm-hmm. owning 100% of the company. Um, is a quite big uh, uh, corporation, Asian corporation, is listed in the Hong Kong market. So, this is important because give us. Uh, the opportunity to follow some very strict, let's say, rules and uh, regulations. Uh, and then the share, the majority of the shareholders would be based in Asia? Is 100%. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, 100%. It's based in Hong Kong, yes. But it's an international, it's a multinational, so mm-hmm. with uh, offices and business in all over the world. Uh, it's a quite strong company and also working in the luxury, let's say, uh, fields, doing many different activities as many of the Asian corporations do, no? Uh, so they are strong in real estate, so they do participate to some uh, <coughs> interesting projects in construction in, uh, in Asia, mainly, uh, but also in UK, in London, for example, and uh, uh, they have a chain of uh, restaurants, hotels, they build hotels and they manage hotels. 
uh, they do entertainment and uh, so many, and now they also they are also involved in yachting only in Comfort and Nicholson and, uh, and there's a lot of parallels you know between um, yachting <laughs> luxury goods um, hotels aviation um, Yes, exactly. There's a lot of overlap between those industries yeah, the in ways. The attitude is more or less the same. No? So, for example, uh, marketing, the way to approach the market, to do marketing. Uh, for example, as I said at the beginning of this interview, we have been in the middle of an important digital revolution. This comes uh, from uh, also the influence we have from uh, our shareholders in this case. No? Uh, and uh, uh, we want to be a little bit of, uh, let's say, innovative. pioneer. Yes, innovator. Uh, in the industry as well, which is, to be honest, quite traditional. Okay, so mm -hmm. I mean, and uh, has been in previous times a little bit behind other industries, particularly on, I, I believe, on the digital side. You yeah. know, the the superior industry was, if you comparison to banking, or they were just a little bit behind yeah. where where other big industries were. Because there is a there is a lot of attention on the products, which is important, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, but the business model remains quite traditional. Mm -hmm. uh, and now, I think the industry perceives, understands that is the time to change, uh, but not all are structured to do it. So one thing is the perception, and one thing is the um, uh, capability, let's say, to deliver proper actions to change and to influence the uh, business model changes. So that's, uh, so we think to have a clear idea on that and uh, we have a specific plan a quite clear plan which is uh, a quite long or let's say medium term plan uh, talking about long plan term uh, let's say uh, today is, um, is inappropriate but uh, uh, for sure is a medium term plan and uh, we follow let's say um, and we are very consistent in doing this action by action action by action so so it's very interesting because uh, we have the opportunity to work with the plan um, to to put in place the actions uh, that we have in the plan to share with our shareholders uh, uh, results, uh, actions first, uh, results, uh, and uh, and uh, and rediscussing, let's say, year by year, uh, the update of our plans and uh, following a precise idea that we have in mind, which is uh, a medium-term idea, how to build new era, let's say, uh, brokerage industry. In, uh and to put it, so uh, just to be a little bit clearer, because I'm less techy, um, on, on the digital innovation side, is, is that something you want to bring in throughout the different sectors of the, the company? Or is it is it trying to push a whole way forward of doing it differently on a digital platform no what well, can of you course, clarify uh, of course I mean we don't like revolution okay <laughs> uh, um, we like transformations mm -hmm. okay so uh, mm, what we are trying to do is to uh, manage the company transformation so this means uh, uh, not losing say the traditional activities but gradually uh, moving to a more modern, let's say, uh, um, actions uh, using more modern tools and so on. It's not only a matter of digital activity. Digital is just one uh, part, okay? But then uh, 
there is also uh, the way to manage, uh, for example, the relationship with shipyards, uh, relationship with clients, how to get in touch with new lead gen- leads, uh, new leads, how to talk uh, to new generation of clients. Mm-hmm. No? So the industry... And that's some of it too, I think, is yes, the this new generation is, is coming in is, exactly. is different to the generation before. The industry is quite consolidated, but one of the issues is uh, how to get in touch, how to enlarge the panel of our clients. Uh, uh, that means getting in touch with new generation of clients, getting in touch with younger generation of potential clients and so on. For sure, we need to use different tools. Sure. So... Uh, if we continue to do and to only to do what we have done uh, uh, until today, probably we will continue to be very strong with our, let's say, traditional clients, but we won't be able to get in touch with junior, new generation of clients because they do not listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do not understand. So it's like uh, talking uh, a language that your interlocutor doesn't understand. So uh, we need to understand which is this new uh, attitude and uh, we think that we we know which is this attitude and we try to put in place this and then a uh, leading company let's say is the one that will be able to manage cycles you know, because uh, the market is going to change so uh, the industry but not only not only the brokerage industry any kind of industry has been let's say uh, stuck for many years no so cycles uh, industry mm-hmm. cycles for many years they've been very long so 20 25 years etc now they are much 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 yeah. shorter because technology is much faster uh, because the lifestyles of people change is changing any generation. Innovation so, no. is quicker uh, and yes, putting that uh, innovation in yes, place is quicker is now. Innovation is quicker. So uh, we must be able to be, uh, let's say, to follow and if possible to, to anticipate, let's say, the changes if we want to be transsetters instead of being followers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think then in, in any kind of industry there are two kinds of players, okay? There are the followers, so the ones that they try to understand what their competitors do, and they try to imitate, they try to follow, they do this, so let's do in the same way, they do that, so let's do in the same way. And there are the, the ones that they, they try to be transceptors, so uh, to have uh, uh, their own strategy, and uh, to become, let's say, winner or leaders. Um, one of the things we've come up with over the past couple of months is is we're talking with people looking at this because ultimately in yachting the end client is the owner of a super yacht you know we're all part whether it's shipbuilder or charter or crew or whatever side the end client for everybody is is the owner of the super yacht and one of the things that when you were talking about the new generation is this younger generation of to use the term high net worth individuals, but this younger generation are not necessarily wanting the same thing as their parents wanted, as the generation before them who were quite happy to cruise. Um, They're looking much more for the experience, whether it's for the massive innovation of new toys or whether it's exploring the Arctic or whether it's having a sub on board or culturally, you know, we talked about Asia-Pacific, as that is spreading up, there's a whole cultural difference, in particular in Asia, that 
hadn't really embraced yachting. So there are a lot of changes in the next, I would say, in the next decade in yachting as well. Absolutely, absolutely. That's completely true. So uh, that's, for example, for charter. For charter today, it's more and more important to talk about itineraries, uh, to talk about the contents of itineraries. It's the experience that you're going to offer your clients that they do attract them or not. And uh, uh, more than uh, uh, the type of yachts. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, we must be able to uh, give interesting opportunities to everybody in a different also different segment uh, uh, of yachts and uh, so that means also uh, spending uh, uh, spending attitude etc but yes absolutely true and then uh, um, I mean the industry and not only the industry the world is becoming more and more professional in all mm -hmm. the different aspects so one of the key words is competencies Okay. Um, the old system uh, of a brokerage company based on, uh, uh, let's say, capable brokers, but uh, single men working alone doesn't work anymore. So now clients, mainly uh, clients uh, uh, in process to build new mega yachts or to sell or to buy uh, large yachts, they want to understand which is uh, uh, who is the professional, but also which is the company behind the professional. Okay, so we must be able to better integrate our, let's say, champions, our uh, uh, our brokers, our uh, our sales team into the company, and uh, training them to work uh, more than in the past according to a company mentality and following a company mentality. So it happens more and more, let's say, frequently. But, um, uh, when we get in touch with a new potential deal or we try to get in touch with or to enter into a new potential deal, we talk to uh, family offices, we talk to owner representatives. These people, they are not yacht owners. They are businessmen, they are business people. And they do uh, judge yourself and they decide with the company to get in touch with or to work with. Not because uh, you are a good, let's say, um, only a good sales guy, but also which is the company you are behind, supporting yourself, uh, they have to understand uh, if they can uh, uh, trust you, trust you mm -hmm. as a professional, but also as a company. Because when we talk about this, uh, this, this big project, we talk about millions, and uh, and these people maybe they are engaged for two, three, four, five years sometimes. And, and not in just this. in the initial investment. I mean, and it's not just an it's initial not investment. It's not just buying the super yacht. It, exactly. It's the next ten years of maintaining exactly. that super yacht. And uh, most of the time, when they start a relationship with some body like Camper and Nicholson they start with the intention to go ahead uh, for the future it's not only for this kind of transaction no they want to get in touch with the company able to supply all the services they need because at the beginning they need a good broker to sell or to buy then they need a good project manager to follow for example the production lead time then they need a good uh, they need a good yacht management department just to manage the yachts after the delivery mm -hmm. then they need a, a, a good yacht management department to look for crew because then they need to put crew on board and that's also a key of your experience then they need of how a good, good your crew is when the yacht is uh, for refit or mm -hmm. for or, or they need works so in other words 
Uh, Ayotoner normally uh, uses the yachts three or four weeks per year, okay? And when he goes on board, and uh, is very, of course, we are talking about big entrepreneurs, financial people, etc., etc., so they are all very busy. They don't want to have headaches because the yachts uh, has a problem, uh, didn't do properly something, there is something to fix, etc. They want to go switch on, uh, let's say, the key of the yachts and going. No? together mm-hmm. with the family with friends and enjoy any minutes they have and they don't available. have that much time either and they don't have much time either exactly so uh, this means that behind uh, there must be a professional organization taking care of all of this but still with a personal touch <laughs> still with a personal touch that's absolutely important because yes. I think that, that some of it of you know we, we talk about clients but ultimately we're all human and we still need a trust is one of the things that I have heard a lot of of developing relationships and one of the most important things as we all know is the trust in a relationship whether it's yes. um, and that develops with knowing the individual knowing the company behind them um, yes and that's why I mean uh, uh, companies like Amparo Nicholson uh, has uh, two assets two main assets one is a trademark and the other one is people we do, not, we do not build so we don't have uh, uh, facilities etc so our main asset is people and mm-hmm. trademarks and great longevity in the industry too <laughs> yes yes but that is included in the trademark okay. true true <laughs> yeah. so this means that not all our competitors they can say the same no, no, and actually nobody can comp- can say that they've been yachting since 1782. <laughs> I mean, I think the oldest, uh, the the second, let's say, oldest company is probably 200 years younger than us, okay. or at least 180 years. Uh, interesting. Um, out of it, just is from where campers first started. Um, all those years, is there still an office there? Where the original shipbuilder uh, was. <laughs> that's very <laughs> Out funny. Of curiosity. So there is an archive. Okay. Yes, there is an archive, um, which is in the small, uh, small marina. There is a very small marina in Gosport. Gosport is a very uh, small village. I don't know if you've been there, but it's, uh, it's a very small village in south, close to Southampton. Uh, there is an archive. But uh, interesting to say that most of the drawings and so on, there is a lot of materials of the old uh, Campronicoson yachts, is in the uh, London uh, Maritime National Museum. Mm-hmm. And now we have been uh, working on a project which is called the uh, Campronicoson Heritage Project, um, which, will, uh, uh, which has the aim to collect all these still existing yachts cruising yachts because you said there's still 45? 45 yes wow and uh, creating so they must have been built before 1956 uh, no I mean that they are the youngest I think is the 1937 uh, are in between nine, beginning of 19th century 1935 37 so before then uh, the second world war I believe um, am I correct in thinking recently um there was a, was it a Fair Lady, which was built in 1926 by Camper Nicholson's, was recently sold. Yeah. And I, when I was reading it, um, I was thinking, gosh, that's funny. I didn't think they were shipbuilders. Yeah. Now I'm a little bit more Camper, educated. Camper uh, builds over 4,000 uh, yachts. 
wow. mainly sailing yachts. Well, yes. they seem to have done a good job since they're still well, 40 they, or they, 50 they, for around. Sure, for sure, the company has always been managed very well, to say. Mm. So uh, never stop one day to work. So it's a lot of continuity, a lot of history, a lot of history, sorry. And, uh, so, and that's why we have a great opportunity working for this company because we have a, uh, and also we have a lot of responsibility because, I mean, uh, we have to follow the heritage and the history we have and we need to build let's say the company for the future no? yeah uh, but there is a lot of consistency apparently not but there is a lot of consistency so uh, and yeah. despite global offices all over is there a headquarters now yeah so we are uh, 150 people now uh, we have 12 offices in the world as i said the headquarters is uh, is based in geneva Copernicuson international is based in geneva and uh, and uh, this is the headquarters of the company where we do consolidate our balance sheet at the end of the year but we the other companies the other offices are all companies based in different uh, uh, countries so they must be uh, legal entities and uh, we have all our uh, uh, legal entities audited by professional auditors. And we are the only company in the industry having also an internal audit uh, uh, process. So before being audited by uh, the external auditors, we are audited by ourselves uh, internally which uh, brings a little bit of, uh, let's say, sometimes... <laughs> stress uh, the week before, I Exactly, imagine. a bit of stress, <laughs> but uh, uh, helps us very much in keeping transparency and so on. Mm -hmm. Or as the English expression is of dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Exactly. Indeed. Exactly. Paolo, thank you so much for your time today. You're it was such a pleasure. Um, you know, I, I have known Kemper Nicholson, uh, having lived in Antibes for many, many years. Um, but I certainly have learned a lot more today about it. So it was a pleasure, pleasure to talk Thank with you. Thank you very much. And uh, this is Superyacht Radio at the Palmer Superyacht Show, uh, finishing off with um, the Chief Executive Officer for Kemper and Nicholson's, Paolo Cassani. You are listening to Superyacht Radio.